Welcome into the Esports Network Podcast. We talk about anything and everything relating to the esports industry, whether that's players, whether that's coaches, people working behind the scenes, people trying to build up the platform as a whole. Obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a very wide space right now, very varied. So how exactly do you, do you get into it? Well, here to help me kind of discuss that and bridge that gap, let's welcome in Eunice Chen and Light GG Founder, which is a, an awesome platform. And Eunice, I want to thank you for coming on and kind of explaining what you're working on and and this you know the the obviously merit that that this has going into this esports industry so thank you so much for coming on the show thank you kevin it's great to be here thanks for having me so like i said eunice you're the founder of inline gg it's it's a place where esports careers can can begin and, and blossom and you've had 10 years of experience in the space and and you're leading this company with with professional training coaching to help set up the, the, these people's careers in the industry and so that's that's awesome i, it's, I just my first question is let's, let's start off right right right, right off top right uh, talk me through your start in the esports industry. Obviously, ten years ago, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's quite a while back. But how did you first really begin your, to make your way in the industry? Yeah, I actually was running my own event company, and um, Riot had started investing a bunch of money into modern esports as we know it today. And so they were looking for someone that could head up esports events who understood how to run events at a high level as they were building out their high level strategy, but they were also looking for someone that could understand the gaming audience because essentially that's what, that's who the events were for. So I joined riots back in 2013 and um, led their event strategy, their event team and was able to get off the ground the very first event in a sports stadium uh, in Los Angeles in Staples center. So that was fantastic. We got to do the finals there. It was an incredible experience and a great learning experience for myself. Um, From there, I actually joined Cloud9 Esports as their first founding executive hire. So I helped Jack Etienne, the founder, and his wife, Polly, build out all the different business units and the teams at Cloud9. So, you know, everything from business development to account management to working through what those teams would look like and what the processes would be, really scaling the team up and having my fingers in really every team that we had to figure out how to build. (laughs) So I was really fortunate to be in that position and really learn things from the ground up. And, you know, through that experience, it's been incredible. I've always just, for myself, been a learner by doing. Uh, I was never really a fan of school and academic learning. I, I prefer doing and failing, <laughs> trying it. Um, you know, and, and seeing a lot of young people wanting to get into esports was a really big spark, right? And everyone wants to get into esports only knowing that there are two jobs, like being a game designer or being a pro player or a famous streamer in some sense. What I'm trying to do with Enlight is really give people the opportunity to understand that there are other jobs they can learn about and that they can utilize their skill set in. So even if you're, you know, a nerdy accountant, that's not (laughs) great at you know, in the top 1% of, of playing a certain game, or you're a really creative graphic designer, or, you know, you love talking to people and love the sales and partnership sides of things, there's a job for you, right? It's an industry that's grown so much that is gaining a lot more structure by the day, by the month, by the year, that we're always looking for talent that can bring in fresh skills, new ideas, and, you know, just new perspectives. So, 
you know, it's it, esports is no longer an industry where you jump in and necessarily try to figure it out. There's a lot more structure now, um, but you can come in with a skill set that you can offer to people that are hiring within their companies. And that's my goal within Light to really teach people what those skills are, what those jobs are, and how they can improve themselves to fit into those roles that they're looking for. Awesome. And so, I mean, uh, you talked about that Staples Center finals and I was just thinking it's sort of been five years since that passed. And that's still something that's etched in my memory watching, you know, back in was it my early college days of just kind of watching that, that finals happen. So uh, to have you on the show, obviously it's, it's kind of a little, a little bit of a dream come true. I'm not going to fanboy too much here, but uh, thank you for, for, for kind of uh, providing that, that awesome kind of outset for, from, from your beginnings into, you know, the, the way in light is kind of being perceived right now. And so obviously, you spent 10 years in this uh, in this industry with, with Riot and, and later on with Cloud9. What were some of the, the biggest lessons that you learned along the way? You know, I, I think most of it, most of the lessons I've learned were lessons I learned about myself. You know, obviously, I learned a lot of skill sets. I was really fortunate to be able to build a lot of things that we had to figure out as we were building Cloud9 from the ground up. Um but what I really realize about myself is that I learn in a certain way and I grow in a certain way. And for me, you know, I never did that great in school. <laughs> I, I was, you know, I went to a great school. I went to Penn, but I almost failed because I was playing WoW basically every day <laughs> instead of studying and, and getting stuff done. Um, you know, academic learning was just not interesting to me. And so, you know, back to learning by doing, that's really the catalyst that I think made me want to start in light because, you know, what we offer are training programs. And those are the kinds of people like myself that I want to help where, Hey, maybe you didn't do, do so hot in school. Maybe your grades aren't perfect, but you're a doer. You can get stuff done and you can learn on the job. Right. So in a lot of areas, we don't find that kind of learning anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's tough to get an internship, right? Even volunteer positions being so popular in esports, it's still pretty tough to, to land one of those just because of demand so high. So, you know, the, the best way I could think of um, in the meantime was to come up with programs that would really help people run their own events, you know, obviously hosted by Enlight and we guide them uh, through everything they need to know. So it's from a beginner level all the way to the end, but uh, just making sure that people have the opportunity and are given the tools to succeed if they have the ca- capacity to, you know, reach that potential. Right. And, and it's just, it's, it's an awesome like initiative you set forth and just kind of helping widen that path a little bit more for everybody to kind of figure out a way, like wh- where they want to go to in this industry. Because like, like you said, it's, it's a far reaching industry. It's not just exclusive to players on a stage or people in executive positions. It's, you know, it's yet behind the scenes people, you have people, journalists, podcasters like myself and people all around the industry kind of, are, it's, it's, it reminds me of the sports uh, industry really, because there's a bunch of people there as well. Kind of have all facets to work on, and, and and this is kind of helping provide that structure. That structure, like you said, and so I'm curious, like, how did this this idea of Enlight first come about? Was it simply, you know, you're sitting uh, after a long day of work, you're like, man, I wish there was more people like like me in this space who kind of figured who can kind of get an easier start than I did. What exactly led to the this motivation for starting Enlight? Yeah, you know. The motivation for starting in light came from so many different factors. 
And I think all of those factors are common to everyone uh, having experienced it in the industry already. You know, the number one question that everyone gets in the industry is, how do I get into esports, right? Um, how do I find a mentor in esports? How do I even learn about what esports means and what are the jobs even available? And so for me, I wanted to answer those questions, but it was just not scalable through Twitter DMs or LinkedIn messages. Um, you know, it's hard to carry on a conversation with people asking the same questions. So for me, it was just a matter of, okay, how do I try making this scalable? How do I help a lot of people with the knowledge that I know and the knowledge that a lot of my colleagues and friends in the industry also know. So how do we come together collectively to share our knowledge in a scalable way to everyone else collectively who want to know the answers, right? And obviously there's a ton of different ways to do that, you know, like podcasts and YouTube videos and um, things like that. And for me, I wanted to also make sure that the quality was important. You know, the quality mm -hmm. was there and I, I'm an introvert at heart. Um, so I really prefer smaller communities and really intimate ones and really working with people either one-on-one -on -one or in a small group setting. And so that was sort of the way I was leaning towards it. Um, you know, I'm not really a creator at heart, I guess, in the general sense. So it's hard for me to think about, hey, I'll just make a YouTube video and put it out in the void, right? Like, it feels like I'm just like, screaming into the void. But when when I think about what I'm doing with Enlight, it's more of, you know, thinking about the community that I'm building with it and really fostering that growth with people um, in the right points of their journeys, helping them where they are, um, helping them get to the next step. And so I really care about that relationship and the deep um, sort of trajectory there. That's awesome. And and uh, you guys had your first, your alpha class in latter half of 2020. And then you've had some, some great successes since then. But talk us through that. What was, uh, you know, what were some lessons you learned from these first set of classes? What was the kind of feedback you were getting? And what was really most helpful in setting up these courses and lessons in throughout this, this kind of still first year of your, your kind of, uh, you know, your setup? Yeah. So when I launched the Alpha program in November of 2020, it was actually just, you know, hey, I'm going to put this idea out there. I'm going to build it as people come in and give me feedback. I'm going to learn what people want. So I was really just building it as as people were in it. Um, and it was a great experience. You know, it was definitely nerve wracking, but I work better under pressure. <laughs> so, you know, having that event management background, I'm like, okay, it's live now. So we got to do something. We got to plan it out. Um, and it was great. You know, I think because it was an open program for everyone, it was free for everyone. We got all kinds of people on different stages of their esports career journey. So people from, you know, not knowing anything about esports. Literally, they don't even watch esports streams or anything. They've just heard the word esports and were generally curious to people that already were senior executives in the industry that were curious. Um, so it was a whole wide range. Um, people found the information really, really useful because I was able to bring, bring in amazing colleagues who were able to share their experiences and really teach the nitty gritty of what they do, right? You know, I, I think there's a lot of panels and amazing conferences where we get a general sense of what's going on in the industry. But my goal with Enlight is really to deep dive into the really boring details, <laughs> but the details that are necessary to someone actually doing the job, right? So, 
um, you know, we can totally deep dive into that later, but it was incredibly helpful in understanding that people were hungry for that information and they are hungry for that information. Um, so my next iteration was, okay, let's put this into a private community and do a similar sort of structure. And, you know, it's very, it's, it's not super passive. Like it's passive for people who are, have full-time jobs. They can watch a video or attend the live sessions and actually interact and network with the speakers that are coming in. But, um, it's, you know, the community is super vibrant and super engaging. And, you know, a lot of it is really just understanding through listening. Um, what I realize is that there's a whole other subset of people who really want hands-on experience, right? Listening is great. Uh, listening to lectures like at school and things like that. But it's really the group projects that help you really nail it and, and, and really understand the skill set. And so what I've launched recently is the career programs mm -hmm. in which we have six weeks of four different tracks and students can sign up for one of the four programs that we have that essentially teach four different aspects of tournament production. So we have social media, we have player management, we have tournament operations, um, and we have broadcast and production. So those are the four big teams that work on any tournament set, essentially, behind the scenes. And the students throughout the six weeks will learn all the skills that they need to know about that craft. And every work, through every session and every workshop, we're going to teach them to come together and actually make a document or create or learn a tool or software that they're going to be using in the final project, which is an actual live tournament that's hosted on our stream on the Twitch front page. Wow. So yeah, it's fantastic. I'm super psyched for it. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> if I had this kind of, uh, this kind of, uh, opportunity for me, like in school, just in general, maybe not high school, but college, at least it would have been a great opportunity to kind of figure out what I really wanted to do because this isn't just, uh, related to esports. It's also, this goes beyond esports, goes into sports and, and stage productions and stuff like that. And it's really super interesting the kind of angle you took. I'm curious, why those specific four? This, are these just the, the biggest four to kind of get a tournament going for your from your perspective? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think the four different aspects of running a tournament is one, planning the tournament, right? Mm -hmm. So we have the tournament operations, you learn about skill sets, uh, rule sets, you learn about, you know, the different elements of a tournament, you learn about how to make those kinds of decisions when you're creating a tournament and why. Um, and so students of that class will actually create the rule set, they'll actually look through the publishers, you know, community guidelines will actually do literally everything a tournament operations person will be doing in their real time job. Um, then, you know, now that you have a tournament planned, uh, you know, what, what do you do next? You have to stream the tournament, right? You have to broadcast mm -hmm. it. And so students of that class will actually learn OBS, we'll run them through a project, we'll run them through making basic graphics, everything they need to know, a run of show of the event for the, for the production crew, things like that. And so they'll actually run the stream on our, our Twitch stream. And, you know, you need to market the event, right? Otherwise people don't sign up. So we right. have social media and community. We teach them how to build a social media campaign, right? Contrary to popular belief, social media is not just making memes. <laughs> it's not just being funny. That helps, but, you know, really thinking about brand voice, really thinking about 
building a project plan, a content calendar, right? It's a lot of behind the scenes work. <clears throat> and lastly, once you have the tournament marketed, people sign up, you need talent management, right? So the talent management crew will actually communicate with the players who sign up. They will answer questions. They will build, you know, be monitoring the community. They'll moderate the Twitch chat. They'll really be the face of the event um, and be the communication voice for the event. So yeah, those are definitely the four big buckets, right? Obviously, those teams can get huge depending on who you're <laughs> talking to. Like, you know, Riot Games has hundreds of people on their production crew, but that's very different from like a single streamer who can still run production by themselves, right? And so our goal is to teach them, the students, that you can scale your skill set, right? Start out running your own stream, learn OBS, do your own social media, you know, do all of these basic things at a basic level. And when you join a company or when you want to apply it to larger productions or larger events or anything, even outside of esports, to your point, um, you have that skill set and the foundational skills that you can call on. That's awesome. And that, that sounds absolutely incredible and, and ambitious. And I love it. Um, uh, how would you, I mean, is, is there grades for this final exam? Because I feel like it's a final exam or, or final project. You get a grade or, you know, if, if social media kind of drops a ball on something, you, you'd probably be like, well, that's like a B minus right there. It's okay though. <laughs> I think what we'll do is, you know, it's tough to have grades in, in group projects and, you know, especially something where people are learning. Um, but I think what a good solution is, um, we'll ask students to really reflect on what they're doing and what they feel like they learned and how well they think they did on it and be very self-aware about the mistakes that they made and um, things they could improve on, right? So we're definitely going to have a retro of the event, um, a retroactive where we go back and say, okay, here's all the things that we could have all improved on. You know, what were your roles in this personally, um, just like in a real company, right? Mm -hmm. Here's a project we all worked on. What were your roles in it personally? How do we improve each of your singular roles or each of your teams so that we can like avoid that in the future? And so we'll definitely go through that process. And I would say maybe it's not an evaluation given by our staff or uh, like our teachers, but it'll be a self-evaluation that I think, you know, will encourage everyone to be really honest about. Plus, it'll it'll look very great on a resume. You know, I worked at so and so, and with on this this student run stream, it was all volunteers. It's, it's a great experience for them, I'm sure as well. And uh, in terms of you know looking at a career, I mean, what kind of connections and networking do you help provide these uh, these students and as they look forward to you know starting up their their own careers? Yeah, and to your point, I think a lot of this hands-on experience is what people are looking for on a resume and mm -hmm. also to bolster their own confidence, right? It works both ways. Hiring managers are looking for experience or some sort of interest or signal that you've um, pursued your passion. So if you say you're excited about social media, but you've never made a social media post in your life, like that doesn't really reflect well on the resume, right? But mm -hmm. we're here to help guide you through that. Um and, you know, I would say that understanding the esports e ecosystem is the second step, right? Knowing that there is a social media job and this is what a social media manager does is going to be really helpful just because you can talk about it on the interview. Mm -hmm. We've had members that literally have gotten jobs because they bring up what they learned in Enlight in their interview and in their resume. And so they actually show and prove that they understand the job that they're applying for. 
um, tangibly, right? And mm-hmm. so that's a huge leg up. And you know what we're doing with this program is also implementing a career section that leads into a career fair at the very end of the program. Wow. Yeah. That's so, awesome. you know, not only is there a technical section where we teach them the skill set, there is a career section where we go through, you know, very general and life skills. So we'll go through things like building confidence, like marketing yourself, resume tips, interview workshops, you know, understanding graphics at a very basic level, understanding uh, what people are looking for on a resume and things like that. So there's a whole section there. Um, and at the end, the career fair, we have a lot of the top esports companies that will be joining us. So CLG um, is is going to be there. Evolve is going to be there. Um, wow. ESL, actually. The biggest announcement is that ESL is guaranteeing graduates from our broadcast and production track uh, slots in their volunteer program. So they, the students who graduate from a broadcast and production program get to bypass the volunteer application on the ESL site wow. and they automatically get entered into their volunteer system where they get matched up with a mentor and they can immediately sign up for running real life events that ESL actually runs, Wow, um, which are legitimate, right? So <laughs> um, yeah, that is a huge, huge partnership that we have with them. That is that is awesome. I mean, for a lot of people, that'd be like a you know looking for a needle in a haystack kind of opportunity. But that's just to have it set up for you as soon as you graduate from this this program is awesome. And then, man, that's just insane to me. And so, um, I know this is kind of crazy, but it seems like you guys are doing an out a great job of actively applying the lessons you teach to a practical, uh, you know, kind of, kind of circumstance, which is something we don't see that often, even in, you know, regular colleges and regular schools and to have this kind of brought up now in the esports industry is kind of an awesome little, little, little like uh, praise, if you will, not just on yourself, but really just people on, uh, working around you as well, which is really, really great. And then, so um, I'm curious now this, Obviously, it's a great program, great opportunity in terms of I, I got to bring in a little bit of realism into it in terms of, you know, cost. What can prospective students look to pay or what are some some kind of uh, scholarship opportunities you guys have presented to these prospective students? Yeah, that's my favorite part. So <laughs> I am extremely passionate about diversity, equity and inclusion in uh, esports, obviously. And, you know, it's just been a big mission of mine to really advocate for that throughout my last couple of years. So uh, I am really excited that we are committing scholarships for um, people that are w- women that are black, indigenous or Latino and LGBTQIA plus group. And so it's been really exciting to see the response because I feel like these are the groups that have been really underrepresented in esports, but also have not had the opportunity to get resources and access to tools that, you know, maybe a lot of other um, people have had. Um, and so for me, it's exciting to see all the applications come in where, you know, the scholarship applications are just so in depth and so thoughtful. And, um, you know, just knowing that we can make an impact with this program and that I'm actually literally going to be able to teach people that I care about elevating is just incredible, right? And every single student who participates in the program is part of that, right? I think we're talking about something bigger here, right? It's not just me teaching. It's literally, hey, we're here to change the future of esports because we are bringing and training the talent that 
we need to elevate our industry. And it's not going to be enough if we keep pulling people from sports and, you know, marketing, <laughs> entertainment and lifestyle. Like that's great because we want those fresh perspectives at the executive level, but we also want passionate people who are, you know, young and vibrant and can bring their really fresh perspectives from the ground up, right? At the grassroots level. And so we need to give them the skills and the tool sets to be able to do that. Um, and the way we're looking at this, so this is our first program. Mm -hmm. It's $500 for a slot and it includes everything. So oh, it wow. includes the access to the career fair, to the ESL program, if you're part of the broadcast track, to working with our other partners, you know, being running an event on the Twitch front page, um, you know, working with Corsair and, and really learning about their products and, you know, being privy to a lot of their exclusive giveaways and being partnered with Lenovo Education and, you know, really seeing Lenovo coming in with a big play on bolstering education around gaming and esports. Um, and then obviously working with Queens Collective um, and their influencers, um, Queens.gg, they mm -hmm. have incredible women influencers and creators and talent. And yeah, we're just so excited to be able to expose students to these kinds of opportunities and work with some of the top companies in the space who have really helped us in making these scholarships possible. So, you know, it's, and really subsidizing the cost too, mm -hmm. right? You know, I, I think because this is our first program, we really want to make this accessible to as many people as possible. And you see classes like this in tech, in, you know, design, in marketing, going for like $3,000 each. And for us, that's not really our goal, right? Like mm -hmm. our goal is to stay true to the mission in making this kind of stuff accessible um, teaching people who really need it and, you know, maybe changing their lives in, in the process, right? So, you know, we definitely want to monetize to make sure that people are serious about it, right? It's, it's a good enough amount of money where people will take it seriously. They're not just wasting our time or their time. Um, we have scholarships set aside for people who really need it and for underrepresented groups. Um, but yeah, essentially, we're, we're really just following the mission and and keeping it, it true to that. I love it. And so obviously I, I can tell you're passionate about this. I know you love it. I know you, you enjoy kind of building up other people to take take hold of their careers and kind of make their own way in, in this crazy work, crazy world. But for the most part, I I'm just I want to say like in in a year, five years, ten years or so, what where do you see in light and like what kind of expansion plans do you do you have in the I mean either in the, in the back of your mind or already implementing what kind of expansion do you look to implement with in light? There's so many ideas. <laughs> um, I can't literally cannot build fast enough. You know, I, I think for me personally, it's it's always interesting working in esports where everyone. Um, work so hard and there's the hustle and people talk about like long hours and things like that. It really depends on the company. Um, but for me, you know, working on a light, if I'm teaching others to make their career sustainable, like I need to make sure that I keep that accountable to myself too. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there's so many ideas, <laughs> um, but you know, for me, it's important to keep the balance of, um, of self-care, like being healthy so I can teach others, right? I have to like help myself before I can help others. Right. Um, but also like having the right amount of support around me. 
Um, and to your point, you know, I, I think there's just so many ideas. It's just a matter of like, which one do we prioritize? Where do we find the interest? I'm colleges want this curriculum, right? They want more esports management programs. And a lot of the cur- current curriculum out there is uh, not standardized. It's probably very haphazard. It's written by a student, you know, mm-hmm. like we're, we're really in a good position to really standardize that. So there's a whole education route that we can dive into. Um, there's a ton of uh, really interested parties that are, um, you know, let's say brands and sponsors are brands that are coming into esports that want to learn about esports. And so we have curriculum for that too um, at a higher level where we teach about the eco, the esports ecosystem um, you know, and not necessarily career focused, but literally just, hey, here's all you need to know as you're entering the esports e- ecosystem, right? So more training materials, I would say, um, you know, and we're talking to partners who are in either the collegiate space or in the corporate space. And, you know, I, I think for us, it's really understanding that we have the passion for the curriculum and for teaching and we can bundle that into any sort of level, right? Whether it's career focused um, at like the 21 year old level, or it's, you know, executive executive level where it's more leadership focused and communication focused or at the, you know, even the younger level at the high school level where it's more like esports ecosystem focused. Um, and so there's a lot of different ways we can really make this happen. Um, it's, it's just a matter of like, how do we, how do we change that? Right. And I think we're also building the pipeline of, um, essentially recruiting, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're training the best people, we're selecting the best people out of all of our applications, training the best people and really putting them together into a package and helping them brand themselves and helping them train themselves and grow. We're essentially placing them with the top companies that are making change in the esports ecosystem and the industry. And so how do we make that more of a standard pipeline? Um, you know, right now hiring is crazy in esports. It's like someone will just make a tweet and they get 5,000 applications <laughs> for an open position, but like, that's not really, uh, like we can improve that, right? Like yeah. it's, we can make that way better. So how do we make that better? And there are so many companies in the space working on it. Um, and we're all going at it our own way and we all have complementary um, aspects that, that we're looking at it from. So yeah, it's, it's just great. You know, I, I think the, the sky's the limit. I mean, you guys have a, have a great head on your shoulders. I'm sure uh, with you, th- yeah, you have a, a great curriculum advisory board next to you too, as well. So they're helping you kind of set these courses out. And I, I think it's going to be uh, you know, an endless possibility full of uh, uh, full for you guys. And obviously, I want to see uh, you know down the street in my colleges, you know, oh, you know, uh, esports curriculum brought to you by you know Enlight GG over here at you know my local you know Dallas whatever university, which I would. I would love to, you know, drive past that billboard every day. So, uh, Eunice, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Really, you've been great. Um, one last question for you, though, right? One big question. And this is kind of just like vague. You can go as long as you want to. What kind of problems do you see within the industry right now that you think Enlight could really help address in the future? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways we can improve, right? And I think I learned a lot of those lessons personally the hard way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of personal lessons and life lessons and just career coaching lessons, like a lot of the soft skills that we don't talk about. 
um, in the industry or in life in general, right? You know, we, mm-hmm. we talk about graduating from college and getting a job and succeeding in your job. And, you know, we don't talk about things like mental health or burnout. It's becoming a bigger conversation mm-hmm. now, which is great. Um, but it's, we still all figure that out for ourselves, right? Either you learn it from your parents or you learn it from ideally your college counselor or whatnot, but <laughs> it's hard to understand how to deal with disappointment or, you know, rejection or whatever, like hard projects or toxic workplaces or, you know, it's just like things you learn and figure out and maybe make a mistake in and (laughs) learn the hard way. But, you know, I think for solving that problem in light is really a safe space that I want to build, that I am building um, and promoting that culture in which people can just talk about anything and get advice on either life, personal or professional related problems, you know, and um, just being there for, you know, letting them be able to feel like they're connected to other people going through the same journey. Because it's not easy finding a job, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not easy getting your first job and feeling like you're failing or not keeping up. There's just so many feelings we, we don't talk about in our heads that, you know, Red Light is really a professional space for that. Um, you know, and secondly, the hiring pipeline and the recruiting pipeline, right? There's just so much, uh, I think there's so much out there in terms of people looking for a job and people hiring for jobs that, you know, it's not super standardized. Um, you know, one company will call, it's not standardized in that it's not, um, personalized Mm -hmm. either. And so one company will call a project manager for a certain role and another company will say project manager, but it totally means a different role Um, or producers, another term, right. Or social media manager for a company is really different from like social media manager for a different company who's expected to do video content and graphics and everything, you know, beyond just social media. So, um, Inlight is really, you know, focused on the community in which you can ask those kinds of questions um, or that we prompt students to learn about those kinds of differences, right? So if no one explains to them that there are differences, you don't really find out. Um, And so it's really tough to even succeed in the interview if you're going into a job interview and you don't really understand the job description correctly just because you can't read between the lines. Right. Um, I think as mid-level or or like executive level people looking at job descriptions, you can sort of read between the lines, what they're looking for. But as a young person out of college, you don't really understand that because you don't have that experience, right? right. Working in different companies. And so, you know, I would say Enlight's community is really just there to teach and and have the students be able to relate to each other and learn from each other. I love it. And, and um, honestly, for an introvert, you are wonderful to listen to. So <laughs> thank you for coming on the show again and kind of giving us your perspective. So obviously, uh, follow them, uh, EnlightGG, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, of course, the website Enlight.gg. Eunice, we can follow you at, I believe, Eunice Chen on Twitter. Yep. If you yes. have any any questions or comments you want to direct your way, you're more than welcome to go that way. But Eunice, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it again so much. Thank you. This was really fun. I'm glad you had to you had me on. Thank you. No, I, I always love when someone says they had fun on the show. I I love that. Thank you for that. I, I love a little positive reinforcement. And thank you for for kind of building this this new platform up. I hope you guys continue on for the next 10, 20 years and really become a staple of the esports industry. I love it. Thank you for the words of support. No problem. Well, she's Eunice Chen, Enlight GG founder, esports staple, and I'm Kevin Cray right here on the Esports Network Podcast.